Let us go to the word of God. Today's scripture comes from Hebrews 9, I believe, uh, verses 11 through 14, and it reads, For when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, uh, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, he entered the holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling uh, those who have been uh, defiled sanctify for the cleaning of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for it all. And God, I pray that you would give me the words that you would Open our hearts and our minds to you, Lord, that we would receive that which you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. It's funny, I've lost my notes three times in the last 24 hours. And so let's see what the Lord is going to do. There was a, a time not too long ago where um, there was a good friend of mine who had suffered a loss in her family, and she had been looking at a lot of different things going on. And, of course, her grandmother had, had taught her about God and taught her about Jesus and the salvation and, 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 and all the scriptures. She, she grew up in church uh, and, and knew all those things, but for whatever reason, she decided to walk away. Now, during this time of, of hardship, during this time where she is trying to find her way, trying to locate answers, trying to understand what's going on, she comes to me and she says, uh, Brian, a lot has happened in, in my life over the last few years. I, I have lost people that I, I love. I have, I have uh, been through some challenges. And quite frankly, all that stuff my grandmother used to tell me keeps bubbling up inside of me. And I, I have a, a desire to jump back into the church and a desire to jump back into the scriptures and a desire to learn more. But I need to know three things. I need to know that at the end of life's journey, heaven is real. I, I need to know that, that when Jesus hung on that cross and he bled and he died, that that, that, uh, uh, that, that bloodshed, that that atonement, that, that that sacrifice really was for me, that it would span over generations. And I need to know if Jesus is who he says he is and if heaven is a real destination, how do I get there? And that is where this particular sermon for today comes from. It comes from a, a, a place of, of vulnerability, a place of desire, a place of just wanting to know 
And so I, I, I told her a lot of things in, in that particular day, and I won't share them all, but I will highlight on the points that she gave me. Number one, we know that heaven is real. Amen. In this particular portion of Scripture, we find that Christ has appeared as the high priest uh, and, and is in this tabernacle, not made with hands, not of this creation. So even if we simply uh, align it with the fact that we believe that this is the inspired Scripture of the Lord, we know that he is in a place not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. We, we also can lean on the fact that, that he gives comfort in saying, let not your hearts be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it was not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and, for, and I will come again to take you unto myself. For where I am, you may be also. You see, Christ is our high priest. Christ, uh, our, our, our Savior. Christ, our Redeemer. Christ, the, the Jesus that we learned about in Sunday school, is a very real Christ. And heaven is a very real place. It is not imaginary. It is not something just written about in books. It is not uh, something that, that, that we created because it sounds nice. It is, it is real. It is real. It is real. And what we found in this scripture is that, that our high priest, that, 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 that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that, 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 that man that hung on the tree is, is preparing a place for us in that heaven. The second thing that, that she wanted to know is that that atonement was, was, was for all times. Because she had read with her grandmother before, and she understood that, you know, the priest of old would go and burn incense daily, and that the high priest would go into the holies of holies once a year. I'm sorry I laughed. I told the story to Jay. I'll share it, just because you asked. Would go into the, 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 the holies of holy once a year to, to present a sacrifice for the atonement of their sins and for the sin, the unintentional sins of others. And I told Jay in our, our youth this morning uh, that it, 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 it always perplexed me. Side note, this is just for me. Uh, uh, it perplexed me that, that the, the, the priests had to put bells at the bottom of their garments so that as they went to the holies of holies, you would hear. You would hear the bells, and they had a, a, a rope or a cable extending back into the, the outer court, so if all of a sudden uh, they didn't hear bells anymore, the people could pull them out. So if they mishandled God or they mishandled the sacrifice, there was a very real uh, uh, possibility that they might not make it out of the holies of holies. The reason why I say that is that it was interesting and I laughed is I told Jay, I said, you know, today we say we come into the church with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter his courts with praise. We are raising our hands. We're singing with a loud voice. But I wonder what those priests were thinking during that time. Because they were going in once a year. And no matter how good they thought they were, no matter how good they believed the sacrifice was, they still had to wear the bells, and they still had to have the, the cable tied to them. I'm sorry. 
It's just, it's just me. And so what, what I, I come to understand is that, that, Jesus, that God is not to be taken lightly, that God is to be taken seriously, and so is Jesus. And, and if this Jesus, this, 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 this man that came and lived amongst us uh, all that time, this Jesus that, 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 that was persecuted for sins that wasn't his, that, that, that Jesus that hung on the cross and bled and died, if that Jesus was enough in the scriptures for the scriptures to indicate that, that his blood was shed once and for all, it, it leads me to believe that God took that sacrifice seriously. He took it seriously because Jesus was pure and unblemished. He took it seriously because Jesus is the Son of God. He took it seriously because that was the plan. You see, it's in this scripture that we find them saying, if the blood of goats and calves and the sprinkling of the ashes of the heifer were good enough to cleanse, cleanse them for a year. Imagine what the blood of Jesus could do for all time. You see, in this portion of Scripture, it talks about him redeeming us. And in that word, it talks about how Jesus has bought us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant. It is Jesus that, that came in and, 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 and eliminated that need for us to go uh, every year into the holies of holies. And now, instead of the priest going in, the veil closing, the priest coming out and the veil closing, the veil has been ripped from top to bottom. Bottom, and Jesus has given us access to the Most High God. So not only is heaven real, not only has Jesus' blood uh, had the redemptive power forever and forever and forever and forevermore, but, but Jesus has given us access to a God that, that used to live behind, behind a veil, but now we have the ability to, to, to get to know God, to, to walk with him, as my grandmother would say, to talk with him, and to know that we are his children. It is Yes, Jesus is, atonement is permanent, and yes, heaven is real. And now for her last question, how do I get there? Well, I believe the way is plain. It's plain because Jesus has already told us that if we would believe with our heart and confess with our mouth that, that, that Jesus Christ is Lord, we shall be saved. He has already told us that we should love the Lord thy God with all of our heart our minds, all of our beings, and all of ourselves, and love our neighbor as ourselves. He has already told us that, that if we would believe in our hearts, our walk would change, our talk would change, because it would be our endeavor to live a life that is acceptable to him. He has already told us that he loves us in spite of all the things that we've ever done, and if we would run through to the throne room of grace, which we now have access to, that he would forgive us our sins, cleanse us of all unrighteousness, and make us whole. He has all, God has already uh, chosen us. It is our job now to choose him. How do we get there? We get there by allowing our faith to be the key to the lock that stands in front of us. What do I mean? I mean simply this. I didn't realize I walked this far. Uh, <laughs> I mean simply this. That if you truly believe in your heart that Jesus Christ 
is your Savior, if you truly believe that, that God loves, it, God is love and that he loves you no matter what, if you truly believe that, 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 that heaven is real and that, that atonement was just for me and just for you and for everyone that would be uh, uh, present, then we know that we have a job to do to go ye therefore making disciples of all people and... Uh, that means that we have to get beyond ourselves. We have to get beyond looking at what people look like, what they smell like, what neighborhood they come from, what their educational pursuit may be. We have to get, get past their political affiliations, where they work, uh, if they're a competition or not. We have to get past our own barriers of, of trying to feel like we are good enough by degrading others and simply walk out the gospel every day. How do we get there? We simply live a godly life. I, I want to believe that even those that are watching online have somebody close to them. So if you have somebody sitting next to you, across from you, uh, around you, behind you, in front of you, look at them real quick. Everybody didn't look. They say, uh-oh, what is this preacher going to ask me to do? I'm going to ask you to, no, I'll play <laughs> It is the people that are around you that you show love to pretty consistently. I'll go on a limb. If they're hungry, you, you feed them. If they're thirsty, you might offer them a drink. If, if they are, 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 are in need of something, you do your best to be there for them, right? That wasn't a rhetorical question, right? The question is, when you go outside of these walls and you see that person that doesn't look like you, that doesn't dress like you, quite frankly, that might not believe like you, do you extend that same courtesy? Do you give that same aid? Do you seek to be that same person in their lives? Unfortunately, the answer isn't always yes. I'm trying real hard not to call her name. This young lady asked me how to get there. This young lady asked me if her belief was going to be in vain. This young lady asked me if heaven was a real place. And what I asked her is this. Do you believe all of the things that you have read? She said, yes. I said, do you believe that, that Jesus loves you just as you are? She said, yes. Do you believe that you now have a job to show that Jesus to everybody else? And her answer was once again, I said, so realistically, you haven't asked me any questions. You, you weren't seeking really any answers. Everything you needed was already in play. So what is it that you're really wanting to know? And she said this. I just want to know that Jesus loved me and my family enough to allow us to go to this very real heaven and be with this very real God. And so if anybody in here questions if heaven is real, yes. Question if God's redemptive power can reach even you in spite of all the things you can do, yes. If you're thinking about how to get there, I would say you're probably already on the path. My title today is Thanks Be to God. And this is my reason. Because as I was walking through this message and walking through my responses, 
that continue to pop in my head. I'm going to point this way. Y'all just say that, okay? Can, can, you, can you work with me today? We're not too late. I, I begin to think about my, my grandmother and all the people that have gone before me, and I said, you know, God, you've really blessed me with some great people in my lives. You really have blessed me to, to be exposed to the gospel at a young age. You've blessed me to rest in your peace in times of chaos. You, you've, you've blessed me to, to be in the, the midst of saints and not even realize it yet. And to that I say, God, you have challenged me in my life. You have pushed me beyond what I thought my limits would be. You, you, have, you have guided me to places that I never thought I'd go. And so that I say, you have put me around people that will love me in spite of my mess and allow me to serve even when I am not worthy. And to that I say, on this day, I know that that is just not my prayer or my statement. On this day, I know that there's some things that, that you need to talk to God about, some things that you want to lay before the throne room of grace, some things that, that, that have been resting in your soul. But instead of going to God with all of the negative things that we can go with today, I invite you to reflect on those things that God has done for you, to reflect on those people that God has allowed you to meet, to reflect on those lives that have impacted and changed your life, to reflect on all that has been your journey, remembering that heaven is real, that Jesus' sacrifice was more than enough, and that you are already on your way. And my prayer is that the end of every single sentence, every single quotation, every single statement you make, you will see God's hand in it and be able to say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.